What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Jim, Brother Dave, and Super Dave. What's happening, men? Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening, everybody? Good morning, JFW family. Guys, super pumped. Absolutely. (laughs) The election was yesterday. We have no idea who won because we're recording this on Monday. Oh, that's, that's a good way to explain it. Yeah, yeah we're talking about a time warp. <laughs> right? yeah. We're all confused, but can't talk about the election that's already over. Yeah, so basically, just because of schedule conflicts, we are recording this podcast on Monday the 7th, and it'll be out here on the 9th, so the day after the election. Brother Dave, who do you think's going to win? Oh, man. I just told everybody I'm going to be in the bar Wednesday morning. I'm either going to be <laughs> celebrating or drowning my sorrows. And, oh, man. I don't know. Uh, well, it's been a good race. Yeah. So. You yeah. can't say we didn't try. How's right. that? Right? The only way to affect change is to try. Yep. And really, the way to affect change is if you fail the first time, you keep trying. Absolutely. Because otherwise, it won't change. Absolutely. So, Got to keep plugging away. We yes. have learned so much this go-round. We now know we have three sides to those trailers. well one thing i am excited about not excited to pull the heidi and uh joe day stickers off yeah but i am excited to uh get the podcast stickers on yeah oh yeah yeah no ann's been ann's been working on uh i don't want to call them bumper stickers because they're bigger tailgate stickers yeah they'll be smaller than the heidi stickers but bigger (laughs) Than a bumper sticker, and it's just going to promote the Channel 23 podcast, which, I mean, really, we're worldwide anyway, so people need to know about us. Absolutely. So was the, let me see, the passenger side of the trailers, is that the independent (laughs) side of the trailer? (laughs) Is that how that works? Oh, No, No voting. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for, you know, being patient with us and not being upset about the stickers, I guess, working through this when... When you say we've we've learned a lot, Dave, I guess I hope everybody educational wise has learned a lot. I have, you know, the voting process, some of the issues, things like that, what it means to my family, what it means to our families out there and, and stuff like that. And hopes that no matter how it turns out, that that we do something good in the country and move forward, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Well, all this talking about voting's got me wanting to pledge my allegiance. Let's do it. Let's do it. Pledge allegiance Allegiance to to the the flag flag of the United States States of America and and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Man, I I had to listen to last week's podcast because Dennis got a lot of attention. But anyway, the beginning is just so funny when he... He just he just <laughs> sails right through that pledge of allegiance. Uh, I was uh, it, it gave me anxiety. It happened so quick. Uh, I I, I want to write quick, Jim, since we're on the pledge of allegiance and talking about the elections. I ran across this weekend. They had it on one of the TV shows of uh, President Lincoln and his his second term. He thought he was going to lose. He just felt there was no way. He'd let down the people and different stuff like that because of the issues that he wasn't going to be elected. And uh, he writes to his cabinet in a, in a note here, uh, August 1864, that he does not believe he will be reelected. Lincoln continues, it will be my duty to do so, cooperate with the government, 
and he crossed out the government and wrote in there, President-elect, as to save the union between the election and the inauguration, as he will secure his election on such a ground that he cannot possibly save it afterwards. Oh. And it's kind of pretty deep, but he's, it's the same turmoil we're in now that on the grounds that the new president would win, that if he doesn't step in and help him and agree with him and, and try to move the country forward, that there will be such a turmoil in between the time he's elected and the inauguration, just like we've been through in the country. So this is something we haven't not been through before, but we have, you'd think we'd be better at it after all these years, over 100 years you know, we're still talking about the same thing, and I right. and I've brought that up before. But he he was willing to to lose and lose graciously and do everything he could for the country to move forward. And I guess that's my that's my thing about just moving forward and helping each other. Yeah. You know, give a give a piece of your puzzle away. And let's see what we can get done around here. Yeah, that's how you could tell somebody truly has the country's best interest in mind. Like, okay, things didn't swing my way, but I still want to make it better. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Yep. So, as a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast today is not the opinion of JFW. It's just the four men in this room. Episode 53, 470 downloads. <clears throat> and in all due fairness, I mean, that's a great number, but typically I don't give that number for another two days. So... It's going to do a little bit better than I'll that. grow a right. little bit, right, yeah. Jim? Yeah. Maybe it'll hit 500. <clears throat> we had, uh, we're at 19,250 total downloads and 145 followers. The week before when we had Lauren on, uh, that podcast is at 647 downloads. Wow. So be, wow. Probably be a little bit before that record gets broken. Yeah. Unless today's does it. You never know because we are super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we did have a lot of feedback. I will say this is the first podcast where my phone was buzzing off the hook. You know, I got a lot of text messages and calls. And referred to Dennis Lopez. Paco said, that guy's super smart. Good job. Martinez, a.k.a. Chimichanga, a.k.a. Taquito, because he's slim now. He <laughs> called. Just call him Tony. No. He <laughs> called and wanted to know what truck Dennis drives so he could give him a shout out directly. Like, he thought it was that good. Ron Bugler, again, wow. What truck number is Dennis? What a great guy. And then Lauren Nahara, she uh, wrote on our Facebook page, what an awesome guest. So much heart and wisdom. Really enjoyed listening to you, Dennis. And then Daniel Woosley, if you guys remember Dan Woosley, he's out of, out of, was he Florida now, I think, or Georgia? I don't know. Down south somewhere. He said 53 episodes later, rolling strong. So, Great job, Dennis, for bringing some attention to our podcast. I actually talked to Dennis, and he asked me, he's like, hey, is it normal for uh, people to call afterwards? I guess he was, <laughs> he was probably getting blown up, too. So, oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. yeah he did yeah. a great job. Yep. Well, it's time for the Dad Joke Challenge. Do you know what day chickens hate the most? I guess not. <laughs> yeah. The day that they go to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> right? Friday. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's as bad as mine, Jim. <laughs> Since uh, I'll follow that one. <laughs> you know, how do you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? Oh, Oh, Man. Fresh Prince? <laughs> Look for the Fresh Prince. <laughs> you got it, Jim. Wow, Jim is on it. Uh. What? 
I've got bad hygiene explained. An accountant, a lawyer, and a cowboy were standing side by side using the urinal. The accountant finished, zipped up, and started washing and literally scrubbing his hands clear up to his elbows. He used about 20 paper towels. Before he finished, he turned to the other two men and commented, I graduated from the University of Michigan, and they taught us to be clean. The lawyer finished, zipped up, quickly wet the tips of his fingers, grabbed one paper towel and commented, I graduated from the University of Colorado. They taught us to be environmentally conscious. The cowboy zipped up, and he was walking out the door and said, I graduated from the University of Nebraska. They taught us not to piss on our hands. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Not bad. (laughs) Pretty good. So... I got there's, there's a lot of truth in that. So <laughs> like Isn't there? Yeah, yeah, it's not as funny as it should be, <laughs> right? I got a good hunt joke for you guys. Um, guy's walking down the street, and he uh, he's accosted by a particular dirty and shabby-looking homeless man who asked him for a couple dollars for dinner. So he took out of his wallet, extracted twenty dollars, and asked, "If I give you this money, will you buy some beer with it instead of dinner?" So the guy says, no, I stopped drinking years ago. He says, well, use it to go fishing instead of buying food. The guy said, no, I don't waste time fishing. I need to spend all my time trying to stay alive. Will you spend this on hunting equipment, the guy asked. Are you nuts, replied the homeless man. I haven't gone hunting in 20 years. So the guy says, you know what? Instead of giving you money, I'm going to take you home for a shower and a terrific dinner cooked by my wife. The homeless man was shocked. He said, won't your wife be furious with you for doing that? He said, don't worry about that. It's important for her to see what a man looks like after he's given up drinking, fishing, and hunting. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> so last week we attempted to give away $400. And I think we gave away 300 but only because Veronica and J.R. Sands share the last four of their driver's license number. So JR was actually the one that was picked, but Veronica, she got to capitalize on it as well. I'm just curious whose photo they use. <laughs> right. That was almost a dad joke, huh, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JR, being the class act that he is, he said, I want to roll my hundred back into the next week podcast. And he wanted me to announce it at the end. I just screwed that up, and we're just going to roll with it. But let's go ahead. So we're going to give away... 400 today, right? Because we had two people claim, two people didn't, but Veronica, I don't know. It worked out. We had three people claim. Yeah, there you go. There you go. JR gave his back. Yeah, Yeah. and then the two added this week make it 400 bucks. Right. Yeah, you're you're spot on. So thanks, JR. I appreciate that, buddy. Um, I'm sure everybody else out there does too. So the the first number here, or the first drawing, last four digits, 6817. Six eight one seven. And I'm not saying if you didn't roll your money back, you're not a class act. That's just what Jr. did. Also. Yeah, and that's not. <laughs> yeah, keep the money or whatever. I just, it's just fun to see it move from week to week. That's the whole thing. Yeah, and everybody's at a different time and place too. Yeah, I can't wait for it to be ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's not putting it back. <laughs> <laughs> New employees. We got. Jevonai Munoz. Is that correct? Did I say that right? You did say that right. I've practiced. I've been struggling with it. You've coached me up on that. Yeah. 
Welcome to the Fleet Gemini. But what's cool about that, he's training with Ray Davis, so he's guaranteed to have a good experience. Yeah, guarantee. Yep. yep. Might have a couple face tattoos when he's done, but hey. <laughs> Ray Ray's trainees love him, man. He yep. does a great job with him. Yep. They all work for him after work. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrations, anniversaries. Manny V. Happy anniversary on November 6th. It was his two-year anniversary. He's left and came back, but he's been back two years this nice. past Sunday. Nice. Wow. Congratulations, yep. Manny. Yeah, and glad then, to have you here, Manny. And then Gene Freeman, he's got a big one coming up. He's got his four-year anniversary coming up on the 12th. Wow. Ah, congratulations, Gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, way to go, Gene. see how time flies. Yep. yep. Birthdays, we got Paco. I'm just saying he's turning 40 tomorrow. So happy 40th, Paco. Ooh, yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> Old man, Paco. Yep. We don't usually give out ages, but he should be proud. We were just talking yep. about you earlier, Paco. You're looking pretty stout in a good way. If you guys don't recall, his wife was bragging that he was deadlifting 365 pounds. It's a lot of weight. So great job, Paco. You look yeah, good. Everybody nice. needs you know, some kind of motivation and or motivation, right. notification, notification. Wow. Wait till my cl- wait till my closing arguments. You're not going to take that one out, are you, Jim? I you, can. <laughs> you can just leave it, leave it. in there. Uh, I was going to say the motivation when uh, Lauren's outlifting him, but yeah, I seen him Saturday. He's looking yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, he's stout. Yep, huh. Rock Junior. Yep. Family birthday celebrations. We also had another birthday on November sixth, and that's going to be Herb Turner's wife, Cheryl. Happy oh. birthday, Cheryl. Congratulations. Happy birthday. And then let's see. We have Arabelle Calderon turning one years old on the 10th. Hmm. First birthday. Happy yeah. first Happy birthday. Yeah. Birth. I, I got to throw one out there, Jim. Um, my grandson, Reese Leonard, is 10 today. Wow. Hey, happy birthday, Happy birthday, Reese. Reese. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Why isn't he on here, Dave? I yeah. Did you put him down? And uh, family birthday celebration. <laughs> That's oh, why he's not on we their do name. Grandsons. Uh, Family's no. family. Yeah, we have some rules. <laughs> but oh, okay. you actually have some pull because you're on the podcast and you're able to do that. <laughs> well, we got it out there. Happy yeah. birthday, Reese. Yeah, Happy we also, birthday, Reese. Reese. Speaking of speaking of getting out, family members. I know Erica just had a birthday yep, as well. Yesterday, so I was going to mention it. Jim's daughter, Erica. Well, let me not steal your thunder there. Let me yeah, finish no, mine. Good. Super Dave interrupted me, and now I'm trying to take over your part. So that's, <laughs> that's what's perfect. going on here. By the way, uh, Junior, great name. My daughter's name is Arabella, so pretty close. But I like where you guys' heads were at. Then uh, Alan Martinez, that would be Tony Martinez's son's turning 11. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not. <laughs> <laughs> not chili oh, dog. I not chili dog. I just envisioned. I didn't realize that. Not chili dog. Not allowed. He may. Oh, he funny. may have called him daddy a few times. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, his real son Alan Martinez turns eleven. So oh, funny. happy birthday, Alan. Happy happy birthday, Alan. <laughs> and then uh, Junior Alvarez turns two on eleven eleven. That's Francisco's son. Oh, okay. Okay. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Junior. Two years old. Awesome. Did you want to say anything to Erica, Jim? Can Just happy say? birthday, Erica. Man, I hope you had a great day. I know they were up skiing yesterday, so yeah, I didn't get to see her, but I know she was out doing 
some fun stuff. Yeah, I ran into James at church, and uh, he said that there was only two runs open. It's only two lifts. Oh, okay. And the lines were like 45 minutes long. Wow. And it was dangerous, so they ended up leaving. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah. Now you're in the know. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> obviously I wasn't. <laughs> shout outs. Linda wanted to give a shout out to everyone on Friday for the weather. With all the accidents, everyone did a great job communicating and helping each other out. The radio was buzzing and there was a lot of accidents. We had that 100 car, so allegedly, supposedly 100 car pile up on Highway 6 there. Wow, I didn't hear, you didn't about, hear that. about that. Yeah, no, yeah, Jim. yeah. It was on Fox Thirty One. You know, I didn't count the cars, but it sounded like is the had, elevated portion east yeah, of I twenty five, Jim, where you get yeah. off and go east on Sixth yeah. Avenue. That whole elevated portion was frozen. just froze. They had wow. some video. It was just like uh, you know watching YouTube. I yeah, mean, one car after just that another, bing, just bing, bing sliding thing, huh? yeah. completely out of control. I hate those videos, and I watch I watch some pretty gory videos just. For whatever reason, right? But <laughs> for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. Well, just to learn about first aid and stuff like that. But when I watch those those semis not be able to stop and just oh, just it's just thud. just killing people, yeah, killing, right? Like ah, oh, just it just makes me nauseous. Yeah, because you know what that what fear in that person's mind too, because you know yeah. they're trying to stop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just. And no, out of control, nothing. You can yeah. do nothing about it. Yeah, and what about the people in the car knowing that, wow, we're going to get hit another 100 times? Do you get out? Do you try to get out and yeah. get pinned between? Like, what do you do? Yeah. You know, just, yeah, terrible. I don't know. Did you know if there was any fatalities in that accident? No. The, I didn't hear the most it. I heard jam is a girl broke her arm. Okay. That was the, there were no fatalities. Great. No, no major injuries. The the oh, most I heard was a broken, that's great. Broken arm. Yeah. Sorry for her, but great. Could have been a lot worse for oh sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Linda also wanted to give uh, a shout out and I'd like to give a shout out to the dispatch crew. Oswaldo's back. Randy and Linda did an amazing job while Oswaldo was gone. Mm -hmm. I think things were pretty smooth, but I feel like they're pretty relieved to have him back as well. <laughs> I bet, yeah. And it's just nice having Oswaldo back. He brings an extra, a little bit extra flavor into dispatch. So, Sure. And I, I just want to mention, and this is pre-recorded, so hopefully the phone calls will stop. We get the stickers off, that kind of stuff. But Linda didn't take a lot of phone calls, but I know she, she passed quite a few on. There was, a, there was a couple of good ones, but she took some phone calls about some people upset about the stickers on the trailers, and she handled them well. Oh, and, man, she really did. Right? And, and the, you know, a couple of them were, you know, she, she just basically left it with the caller that they're there to spur a conversation. I love that. Go vote. You know, and the people were like, oh, they were just so committed that we absolutely had the wrong person. Maybe we do, but we didn't think so. We you know, don't. you just never know. But as long as you go vote... You know, have can, that have that conversation, right? Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Isn't it a free country? <laughs> right, Dave? I mean, it, <laughs> it, we joked about a bumper sticker. It's just a big bumper sticker, and I've seen a lot more inappropriate bumper stickers yeah. than that on the back yeah. of a trailer. You You're know? right, though. Linda, Linda was a champion. I heard things like, like she would say, um, well, if, if you don't like Heidi, you don't have to vote for her. You can vote for whoever you want. You know, yeah. like she really, she was awesome. Yeah, like we were forcing people to vote for Heidi. Yeah. Right? It's it's that, yeah, it's, it's a free country. Speaking, right. They you can know? put a Biden sticker on their car. Right? right? Yeah. You see we, all of those. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't call them. I don't she, like. I, 
I think I saw a Barack Obama sticker the other day. <laughs> I was like, take those things off, would you? Oh, man. So anyway, that was my shout-out, just for Linda. Yeah. Putting up with the craziness around here, appreciate it. Yeah, on that subject, so I, I pay attention to our Google reviews, and for the most part, we always have pretty great reviews. We've had some disgruntled employees. We've had a couple whatever, but... We haven't been getting a lot of reviews lately until we had the stickers on. And we, we caught like some one, one stars and people threatening not to do business with JFW and all this stuff. So I want to read this review because I thought it was awesome. It was a good one, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Alex H. wrote, and this is on our Google account, funny how certain people feel to need negative, to leave negative reviews and claim they will not do business with this company because of the political differences. I am 100% sure the people who are claiming to no longer use JFW services or support them have never or will never use a trucking company (laughs) in their life. Message to the company, keep doing what you're doing. You have the support of the people who actually need and use your services. So thank you, Alex H., for that. That's awesome. Yeah, good review. And thank you for taking the time to make a, a good review. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's important. I love that because when I see things like that, I want to sound off, but I try to take the high road. Like, of course, somebody from the company, you know, is going to defend the company. Like, it's almost, I'd rather not and just leave it, but to see somebody from the outside step in. Because that's still their right. Right. You know? Yeah, I want to, I don't know if we have it anywhere in the notes, but along with some of the reviews we've gotten in, in, uh, Maybe the phone calls and stuff. Our license plate, our Idaho license plate's been brought up a l- couple of times. In fact, uh, Tyler's, uh, my son-in-law's dad made a post, you know, and he's, he was for Heidi. And, uh, but the posts from there went from, oh, look at our license plates. And then it was kind of funny. The picture that somebody took was two of our trucks sitting side by side. And, of course, there was the nasty comment, oh, Look at the trucks hogging up both lanes. And then the next comment was, uh, excuse me, one of the trucks is turning right and one of them's going straight. That's a turn lane. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next comment was, there's sand on the road. There must have been somebody spilled sand. Oh, isn't that nice that they can spill that sand all over the, the, the road? And like the other comment was, well, that would be right behind them, not on the side of the road. <laughs> right. right. And it was just, it was just cute. The, you're talking about the, the conversations, Jam. Oh, and, man. you know, I just want to mention with our license plates, being uh, licensed in Idaho, it's something that the motor carriers came to us and told us about. It's a program that the state of Idaho started. Um, and their whole point was, why don't we let other trucking companies license our plate and take that burden on, and we'll do that for this certain price, make them long-term so they never expire, and we can have all that business because it's it's totally legal to do that. And Idaho, I mean, they make, I'm going to say millions. I know I watched a a news interview that... um, Oh, one of the states did a deal where they figured they were losing about two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand a year to Idaho from not registering in their state. Oh. And they're like, But we didn't think of that idea. We didn't we didn't offer that. And Idaho does. And one of the complaints that I'm trying to get to is that, oh, you know, they're driving all those Colorado miles, they're all you know, all this other stuff and they're registered in Idaho for the trailers. Well, if anybody ever confronts you 
any of you guys with that. I just wanted to give you a little bit of knowledge. You know all the trucks are registered here in Colorado, right? To get that Idaho plant, we still have to title them here in Colorado. So we've paid the, the licensing fees originally or the title fees and the sales fees and everything for the trailers. Then the tractors are all licensed here in Colorado. And it, it, it is our home base. We could be someplace else and have a home base and be licensed in Nebraska. But you guys, you have to turn in your miles in your states. Right. That's where all the, the money goes. Right. So we, I don't, I can't even remember the last amount of miles we we ran in, in Colorado, what it turns out that we turn in and we pay all our taxes, our fair share of Colorado road taxes. We pay every year. You know, I, I know license plates last year was for the fleet off the top of my head, I think was just short of $380,000. And, and so it's, I guess it's the, the little bit of ignorance when you make a comment. And one thing around here that, that I really am proud of the steering committee and, and, and we've learned it through the safety and all of us try to do is you find out the problem and you hear the problem, but you verify we did the same thing on Ver on uh, Veronica this weekend on the license plate. She called in and and uh, me and Jam were like, "Oh, baloney, you know, baloney." She doesn't have the same license plate, you know, or the license, license. number joking. And I'm like, "But let's look." Sure enough, we looked, and it, it, you know what a great problem to have, right? You know, but we just didn't go, "Oh, no way!" And you know, tell her she can't have the money or whatever. <laughs> you got to verify. You, you look into it before you, you know. We did between each other and joked about it, and then we called Veronica. Yeah, I, I joke with her too. But yeah. It was a joke. <laughs> At the end of the day, she's getting the money because. I mean, really, how cool is it? We know she listened to the podcast, right? And, right. Yeah, here's your and that's bucks. the goal. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so. Awesome. Does that mean that Jr. and Veronica got their license like back to back? No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know you ask what state, right? Same state. Yep, same state. Yeah, she. Yeah, we talked, and she was like, "Oh, my license." I'm like, "No way." She's like, "No, really." I'm like, "What is it?" And she told me, "I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's it for yeah, sure." Yeah. What is there? Four other digits. It's a two digit, and then yeah, a, it's a, yeah, it's like three, a, three, right three and a two, and then the yeah, four. There yeah. you go. I mean, the odds so, of that are pretty slim. Yeah. But, hey, let's see if it happens again. Speaking of giving away money, should we give away some more money, Jim? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I got to get get to my list here, Jim. Okay, the next one here is 0783. 0783 is the next winner. 0783. All right. And I just want to remind everyone that these numbers are computer random generated, right? Yep. I mean, yep. Amber pulls the, the numbers. We tell her how many we need, and she just hits a button, and it just calculates. and yeah. It makes that noise. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Just like your Powerball quick picks. Yep, exactly. That's, that's all so it is. Yep. That's why you never win. <laughs> 100% random from the leader of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, is with the, the lotto, though, Dave, if you don't play, you don't win. Yep. All did, our people are playing. Did anybody <laughs> win Saturday? No. $1.9 billion. It's wow. obviously another record. Wow. Um, oh. I'm proud to say Jackie and I won 12 bucks. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Did you roll it back in? You bet. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Dave. Oh. That's great. Jim, you want to kick off our discussion? I think the first couple of topics are yours here. Yeah, if I'm on the on the right 
thing here. Um, I guess we can go over, or let's go over, or talk about it. I guess it's uh, because we all sat here in a group and talked about what should we have. But paperwork in your truck. Um, we're going to be running a lot of out of town stuff. We, we're all we've all we've been running out of town stuff, and I guess when you pull into a port or even if it's a right uh, roadside inspection or anything like that, be prepared, you guys. You're supposed to be checking off on that all your paperwork and and knowing where it's at. And we always run into you know somebody didn't have this or somebody didn't have that, and it, and then if you do get pu- pulled into a port or roadside inspection, and you don't have something, or you are confused, call somebody. Call JR, call Scooby, call Jam, call me, call somebody. You know, let's have a discussion that, you know, hey, maybe we've we've lost the paperwork, you've lost the paperwork, but hopefully you checked before you left, and that we're, you know, we're all on the same page. So the, you know, and you guys jump in here and correct me, and, and you know, if I forget something, but to me, to start with, got to have a cab card, right? Registration, Trucks got to be valid. Um, we we renew um, through February. We run our uh, our thirty day grace period into March. There usually just a heads up, but no matter what, you should have a registration card in your truck that is good to February of twenty twenty three. I think it even might say you know it expires on the twenty eighth or 29th, whatever day yeah. there in February. Spot on. Um, but you know, cab card registration, whatever you want to call it, that's for the tractor. Uh, just to jump ahead, you should have the same kind of registration or some kind of piece of paper in your trailer. Okay, that same registration that shows when that trailer, and I'm going to say expires because those say non-expirational because those trailer plates don't expire. That's the other good thing about running uh, the Idaho plates. But you need to have a registration for that trailer. Needs to be in the tube in the trailer and and super dave loves to bring this up because he he used to do all of the trucks by himself but that registration should not be in the truck should not be in the booklet in the truck always leave it in the trailer right and lately we how many times have we pulled a rock trailer lately an uh end dump uh powder trailer trailer. so you know again you, you need to make sure the paperwork is in the trailer and i'll i'll knock off the trailer paperwork so registration for the the trailer an insurance card for the trailer, and then if I'm not skipping ahead, where is the yearly sticker on that trailer? Those are the three things, right, guys? That that trailer needs. I'm not HWA inspection. Yeah. Your yep. an- annual inspection. Yeah, annual inspection, which is dated post, right? Or is that pre? Pre. 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 Dated pre. Yes. Um, so when you look at it and look at the date on it, it's going to look expired. It's right. the date of the inspection, Correct. which is good for one year. Correct. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So everything on it should say, I don't know what 21. it says. 21 right now, right? So however yeah. it was inspected. Okay. Yep. And where, where is that sticker, Jim? I have no idea, Jim. I would have, you know, if I went out and drove, I would have to look for it. But do we have those stickers? <laughs> I hope so. But it should be on the side of the trailer yeah. someplace. Either on the frame of the gym pole. It, or- it, exactly, exactly. That The shop doesn't put it on the back of the tailgate or on the other side. It's it's on the, the driver's side, right? It's always going to be driver's side front. I know we're joking about it, but it is always yeah. going to be driver's side front of the trailer. So basically, you can stand. Our goal in doing that, no matter what trailer you're pulling, the goal in doing that is that you can stand and see the sticker on your trailer and the sticker on your truck. 
So that just rolls into the sticker on the truck. Where is it almost always located? On the frame. Absolutely. On the frame of the tractor. Which Mm -hmm. side? Driver's side. side. Driver's side. So you can stand and see both of them. Nice. Yeah, and that should be... I mean, every day, what if you, you know, what if the wash bay accidentally washed it off or I, I don't know, you know, you'd whatever. Every day you ought to glance. You got to make sure, especially right? if you're switching trailers, yeah. you know, or, or anything like that. Yeah. If you're a slip seater, pay extra attention because a guy that's in the same truck and trailer every day, he's not looking at that or she's not looking at that every day. They know it's good, but sometimes those caps come off on the trailer or something weird happened or something disappeared right like very strangely so your slip seating that's definitely a good thing to check before you leave the yard because if you don't have it we could print you another one right i I wanted to touch exactly on what you said jim um i don't know over the last couple of months i've noticed a couple of those tubes where the rubber end caps have gotten dry rotted Mm. and they don't stay on snugly and so they've come off and the because uh, we put the registration in, and uh, insurance form in a baggie so yeah, it stays it dry. They've come out too because the rubber caps have come off on both ends. So if everybody could check and make sure those caps are snug and, and proper, not dry rotted. Yeah, proper registration is yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then so back up to the tractor, you guys, just to kind of finish up. So cab card registration, got to have insurance. You know, that insurance will be looked just like what's in the trailer. And then you're going to have a, a fuel permit. Uh, if the card or, you know, uh, international fuel trade agreement, I think it is, is how it's, how it's stated. And basically, most of the time, the police officers don't ask for that because you have a sticker on each side of the truck, and it's visually there. Um, I know the new trucks, we just now got everything licensed I don't know if JR has made it to all the trucks this weekend, but we got all new stickers uh, when I got the license place and stuff. So bright blue sticker on that red cab sticks out big time. Um, you know, same thing. Maybe we had body damage. Maybe we painted one. Maybe the the wash bay, you know, washed it off or everything. But you guys all ought to have current IFTA stickers. You guys should know that. You should know what it's about, know where it's located and uh and be prepared that way the you know the conversation with the police officer or the state patrol or the port you can be you can look so much better if you know your your job it's your it's your uh skill it's part of what you should know so let's make sure especially traveling out of town you guys i mean that's what a state patrolman's job is when he's out there is is to protect and make his state better and you got some truck bright red truck Coming into the state with out-of-state plates, which most places have out-of-state plates, right? They're trucks. Sure. But anyway, just just have your shit together, basically. Yeah, I mean, bad sign. Oops, sorry about that. Bad sign if you are getting pulled over and your paperwork's not in order, and that's the first thing that trooper sees is, yep. wow, this guy doesn't even have his registration or... Right, you know, know where it's at or insurance for or, it or yeah, doesn't have the knowledge yeah. to, to know where it's at. Not a good start for you. That that stop's <laughs> probably not gonna go very well. No. So. No, not at all. And then the the next thing you guys uh that covered everything, didn't it, on that on the truck registration? Did we stuff? talk oh, about over, heavy permits? Yeah, overweight permits. Oh overweight yeah, go ahead, Dave. You wanna I And mean, we need overweight permits. <laughs> <laughs> If you have one, if you're, if you're running heavy, make sure you have a heavy permit. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. 
And yeah. that's definitely another thing. If you're changing trucks and you're slip seating or, you know, you're, right. you're a seasoned vet and your truck has a heavy permit, but you're going into, uh, you know, a newer person's truck who hasn't been issued a heavy permit. Right. Don't assume it's there and that you can run heavy. Yeah. That's, again, another thing to check before you leave because if it's not in the book and you need it for the day, we could give it to you. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and then this probably just only leans out towards Casey, who runs our low boy, but low boy and drop deck primarily. We have had some other people fill in in it, but uh, he would be the only other one that would need a different oversize overweight permit. Yep. In addition to the regular mm. overweight permit, it's a different. Yeah, basically different divisible and non divisible. Yep. Is what separates them. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and as far as going out of town, you guys hopefully jam because I haven't ran one being the new Samsara, but you guys really need to be, to me, it's your log. I'm going to talk about log books, and I'm, I'm talking about the log book in Samsara when you're running out of town, when you switch over to that, the Samsara app. I mean, obviously, we've gotten rid of the paper and stuff. We're running stuff as close to the vest as we can, and that's all, you know, It'll help with the next audit we have. We have an audit, we had an audit last year and, and how we got through that and stuff. And these were some of the things that we did to make ourselves better, just like we're doing. But, you know, Jam just said it, you know, and if you can't even find your paperwork to start it, but if they ask for your logbook and you don't know anything about that app, man, shame on you guys. Yeah. You know, and, and I know Jam helped me out. I know there's a piece in there where you have to be able to pull up the instructions for the app right jam that was one of the things yeah there's there's required onboard documents you know or manuals and there's mm -hmm. it's all on your samsara app so we don't make copies and put it in every truck you just pull it up on your app but you got to know in front of the officer or trooper yep. where that is at right absolutely 100 percent. yeah yep. if you're going out of town and you've never been out of town or if you're going out of town and you don't feel like you're an expert on the eld become an expert do a little do a little homework on your own like learn learn the rules and the laws and what's acceptable and what's not because if you get out there and you don't know how to use it you're just not going to look good we're not going to look good and you're probably going to get a ticket so yeah and why, why get the ticket yep why yeah you know you're the ones yeah we're sending you out of town but you're the ones actually doing the work you know, so if you get with JR and he shows you how to use the app or if you come see me and I get you going on the app, you still need to know how to use it, you know, and, and if you think that, you know, running five minutes over or 10 minutes over is going to be okay, it's really not. I mean, we're not going to make you spend the night 30 minutes away from here because you didn't make it back in time. But at the same time, we need to be professionals and we need to run that thing the best we can. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because the thing is the going into the port or being pulled over that that should be a uh for a lack of a word that should be a joyous <laughs> occasion yeah and and what i'm saying by that is that trooper is just doing his job do your job yeah. right. have a conversation all your stuff's together the trooper's gonna go good job yeah. you know he is and everybody's gonna go on their way and everybody did their job yeah exactly you know if you if you think about it they probably run into a lot of people who don't have their shit together all the time. All the time. So when you're the guy that's doing it right, you will stand out for the right reasons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll be thankful. Yeah. Thank you for having your act together. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So you need to be able to do three things on that app. Basically, log your current day and time. You know what I mean? Which is 
just logging in and knowing your when you need to have a break, when you what your maximum driving hours are, what your maximum on duty hours are, right? So that would be number one. Number two, you need to be able to download the directions, yep. right? So if you get stopped, you have to know how to download or show the trooper your directions of how the app works. Yep. And then number three, you also need to be able to show him your logbook. Right. So, Which is in the app and very easy to do. Right. You know, they won't even want to look at... You. Well, there's a few things. One, they may look at yours. Two, you may transmit it to theirs. Right? But there's locks on your phones where all they could do is look at your logbook. They can't even look at changes or anything like that. They just see your current logbook. So it is important to know how to do all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So help us out, guys. Be... Be truck drivers. <laughs> yeah, the other thing too is we we have a lot of out of town work right now, especially we, for the winter. You right, know, we got this this Utah run that sounds like it's going to go for a few years, and who knows what else? I mean, you got to if you're gonna if you're gonna go out of town, that'll help you out this winter. That's for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, and along those lines, you know, we're talking about out of state, in state stuff like that. I know we've ran that CMEX job, I think, what, a week and a half now? Last week was probably one of the, the full weeks on it. Yeah. So I think I've gotten two, not positive, have one sitting in front of me, but uh, I have a red light violation in Boulder, and I know where those are coming from. Those are coming from the CMEX job. I don't think I've gotten one from the city of Boulder in. I don't know how many years because we just yeah. don't run through there anymore. Right. So we're running the minimum. Each truck's running, what, four to five loads a day? You know, yeah, five four, trucks four on loads, it. Yeah. So 20 loads, 25 loads, you know, whatever it might be. This is a year-long or more haul, you guys. And we've already got, like I said, I have one in front of me. I might be wrong, but we've already got two red lights we ran through in Boulder. And it's the, it's the camera, right. you know. And got, camera doesn't lie. You guys, I mean, we pull up the videos. It's like our video camera. It's red, red when you go through it. And there's usually just no excuse. So please, you guys, we have to represent ourselves out there. Um, You know, we got our our brotherhood, our sisterhood, how people look at us, you know, all that kind of different stuff. So I'm I'm bringing it up. I I don't want to see any more tickets, you guys, the, the red light tickets, the electronic ones. So please. Yeah, I mean, let's get a little political here, if Brother Dave doesn't mind, right? So we got our red trucks with Heidi Ganahl and Joe O'Day stickers running through Boulder. Boulder is known to lean in the other direction. As a matter of fact, our governor lives in Boulder. Yeah, he won't live in Denver. Yeah, he won't live in Denver. He'll live. Right. He'll yeah. tell Denver how to live, but he won't live in Denver. Right. So, Good guy. you know, we could be... You know, we're, we're definitely getting some attention in Boulder. You know, getting a red light ticket has nothing to do with anything, but we want to be on our best behavior out there and make sure we're doing the speed limit and we're stopping. And don't forget in Boulder, well, all of Colorado really, but Boulder, they make it a point. Pedestrians always have a right of way out there. Oh, man. You know, you could be cruising along and all of a sudden you got those flashing strobes in your face because somebody's getting ready to cross the sidewalk. So. Crossing. Yeah, there's there's just no reason on this hall to be in a hurry. Yep. It just you know be thinking of that stale light, do all that kind of stuff. Just be, just, just do your job. Do your job. <laughs> Always like boils it. down to that, right? right. You gonna open that one up so we could see who it is? 
Yeah, let's break it open. Nice. Let me tear it open Throw right it. here. Oh. And the winner is, <laughs> yeah, and the winner is of the third license plate number. Jam Bacchus. Are we going to read it on is it a, is it No, a we won't read it, but let, I will open it up because I, I, I'm is curious. Is it a picture of the Jeep? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good picture. It's a truck without a Heidi Ganoff sticker on the back. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Boy, we can't have many trailers like that, you guys. Right. So, yeah, yeah, we definitely. It's a good picture. Won't be. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Won't that wasn't me. Oh, this oh, doesn't look like you. Oh, yeah, that was me. Uh, yep. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. How about uh, Tart Motors? Guys, can we move on a little bit? Or yeah. you guys got anything else there? No, I'd love to talk about the Tart Motors. So you guys all know these new Tart Motors we have on the trailers are, as Brother Dave would call them, they're badass motors. Badass. They're basically winch motors that we put on our trailers to run our tarps. So they're very, very powerful. One of the problems that we've had recently since we've gotten these new motors, I mean, it's been over a year for sure, is... The motors are so strong, they will rip the bolts out of the bracket because of all the torque and power that they have. So when you're running your tarp motor to the front or to the back, once you get to that end, you can't just leave your finger on there because there's no, it doesn't stop on its own. You got to stop, otherwise it's going to keep trying to pull or to push and you're going to rip those bolts out. Most recently, not only did the bolts run out, rip out, but then the wire is actually ripped out from the motor itself, rendering that motor unrepairable. It was like, junk, right? Yeah, yeah we junk. can't do anything with that. To add to it, Mikey came to me at first and was like, hey, you know, we just, you know, junked a $600 motor. Well, it turns out with inflation and the way everything's going up in this world, those tarp motors are now over 950 bucks. So it's a... Uh, it's an expensive mistake to just not be keeping a really good eye on, on your tarp when you're running that in and out. A lot of guys will put a wire tie on that uh, shaft that comes out so they can see that spinning. Other guys or girls will mark it with paint. There's ways to, to pay attention, but you could use a wire tie. You could paint it. You could do all these things. If you're not watching it, you're going to end up ripping the, bolt, ripping the bolts out of the thing. Yeah, I've heard a lot of guys mention the their CB jam. When mm-hmm. you run the tarp motor, it backfeeds into the squelch in the CB. Yep. So you get a real heavy squelch sound. And then the minute it stops, they like, know it's whoop. the motor stopped, right? right? So I just want to suggest also taking the tension back off of that. We yes. talk about this all the time. The minute that motor stops and the tarp's all the way out, just give that switch a bump. Don't hold it. Just give it a bump and take the pressure back off of that on both directions. When you've tarped your load, and it gets all the way to the gate and maxed out. When it stops, just give it a bump back forward. Like I say, don't hold it because you want that you want that tarp taut or, or snug. And then the same thing when you roll it up in the nose. And all that does is take the tension off of the front of that motor where it's attached at the plate. I mean, it's it's just sitting there. It's a flexed muscle. You know what I mean? You can't flex your muscles for 12 hours or an hour, right? I mean, you can flex them once and stop, but that's it. Right. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a, you know, if you've ever had a handle hammer come off, Dave, you know, and you've slid it back on and then you, you know, you hit it, you smack it on the table and it drives that back on. That's kind of where the motors are at too. If you leave all that tension on every time we hit a bump, that motor is just slamming on the front of that, that bar and it's, it's tension. You've, you've hit it because it's locked in that spot. And, and the other thing, you know, mentioned like 
the the CB and the noise and stuff. I've heard a couple of people mention that they they stop when they see it move, and I, I'm I don't know if that's move the motor move or the plate moves. You know. Uh. And it can't take a whole lot to move that plate, right. and that might be even too much. You know, maybe that maybe we're just gonna we're gonna face this no matter what of of ripping that out in, in at a certain time. And if you guys can help us out, you just gotta when that when that's coming up to the front, you know, and you you think it's about to, you could stop a little early too, right? You know, if if you know where it's at, I, I don't know. One, we, we got a problem. <laughs> one reason that it is a problem is because guys will run their tarps in and out while the truck is moving. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Right. Jim. But if you're if you're not if you if you're turning and you can't see that pulley or you can't see the winch or you can't if you can't see something in your mirror and you've got your finger down on that and you're paying attention to the road or maybe somebody called you on a CB, it's really easy to leave your finger on that button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. got to get it. Got to get it off. Yeah, yeah. yep. So. Absolutely. So help us out, guys. Yeah. the The price of that is up another whatever two hundred fifty, three hundred fifty bucks. So yeah. let's let's not. And you know, if you if anybody knows about winches or anything, you know, jeeps and stuff like that, when you fashion a normal winch to the to your vehicle, it's through the front of the frame, and it's usually in minimum like a three eighths inch plate. That you bolt down with, you know, five sixteenths bolts, and then it's and then it's, you know, it's captured inside the frame and boxed in. That gives it so much strength to right. pull that vehicle. And these are the same exact motors hooked to some piece of tin that you you slide open to adjust the size of the trailer you're putting it to. It's just <laughs> wow. it it is not the same, you know, great. Great stuff, but not really the application, I think, that they were ever meant to right. be used for. I mean, you would think with technology by now there would be some kind of safety switch, like a disconnect. Or- well, we, we used that. We had breakers, right? I mean, we yeah, we do still have breakers, but I mean, they're, <laughs> they're too late. Well, right? it's so funny, you guys. I mean, a breaker is almost like in case of emergency. Right. You know, a breaker on your house is only going to pop of one of two ways, either... There's an electrical problem and there's a short and it pops the breaker, right? Hence the term breaker. Right. Or it's really old and worn out and every time you go to use it, it breaks, yeah. right? I mean, right. there's no, you have to have one heavy duty enough to run that back, but yet not heavy duty enough to where it doesn't pop. Right. You know, and, and then we wound up, you know, years and years ago when we started with the electric tarps, you had to get out and reset that breaker. You had to like pull the battery box apart and move the little lever on it. And it was a nightmare. You know, now we have, you just wait a minute. They reset themselves. They're auto resetting and and off you go. If you do happen to pop the breaker. Right. I'm thinking like you open a sunroof on your car. You hit the switch. Once the roof's open, it doesn't keep trying to open. It's right. You know what I mean? Right. Even your windows or something like that. You would think there would just be some kind of solenoid that kicks out. Automated, right, Jim? Yeah. You know, but look, I mean, when we just had Clint from from Utility Trailers on, Mm -hmm. how his big thing is we're trying, we're entering the age now of, of, I don't know, I'll say unification or whatever you want to call it, but... Mm -hmm where the truck is talking to the trailer. Right. You know, and we just haven't had that in the past. <laughs> right. So, you know, here we are. I'll say dirt haulers. We're pretty much the only ones who use tarps, and that's dirt haulers in general. It might be right. a grain trailer. It might be a side dump. It might be an end dump. 
but we're the only ones using that setup. Mm -hmm. So now we've got to try and go to the manufacturer and try and get the manufacturer to go, hey, this needs to be better. Right. You know, look at the money we're spending on this. So, yeah, it's the whole thing is it's difficult, expensive, and, man, what a time sink. I mean, what our shop spends in, in repairing them and keeping them up to date. And, you know, yeah, it's easy for them to get frustrated also when we see one that, I'll use the word feels like it's been abused. Right. When in actuality, you know, that was never the intent. Yeah. Sure, it just yeah. happened, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what when when Jam said that's what I was thinking Saturday when I got that one email is, well, how would I have done it? How do how am I doing it? I I drive and I push the button. Yeah. You know, but I can see the pulley. The I mean the last truck that I drove had a red spot on the pulley and I'm thinking, well, I just watched for the red deal to quit to quit spinning. You know, really easy to see. But I'm still holding the button until it it stops and then by the time I see it and I let off the button, is that too late? Right. Have I held the button too long? Right. You know, great idea, Dave, about bumping that back yeah. to take that tension off, yeah. you know? and Because and, yeah. when you watch that, when it bottoms out, either all the way open or all the way closed, that whole tarp motor on the front flexes. Mm -hmm. And I guess I just, to me, the analogy is you can't stand and flex your bicep for an hour and a half while you're empty or loaded. It's impossible. You can't hold that flexed. Sooner or later, you have to release the energy in that. And I, that's just my analogy to it. You, it's best just once you flexed it, stop, give it a bump back the other direction, take the pressure off, and you're, yeah. it's just loose. It's free. And that's what I was kind of trying to is if they're watching it, well, when it moves and when it flexes. And right. I, and I feel like the flex is too late. Right. Well, just imagine you're inside your house. And you're closing your garage door, <laughs> right? <clears throat> and it's coming down and it hits the bottom and it turns off. Imagine if you were holding a button that was making that, that garage door open yeah. and keep working. Yeah. Well, mean, it's funny, Jam, because you mentioned, you know, I open my sunroof of my car and I can hold the button and it doesn't do anything. We have an old truck. It's not old enough not to have electric windows up at our place at McConaughey. Uh -huh. It's a 1990, but if you hold that button in the down position, it tries to keep rolling the window down. <laughs> really? Right? That motor's flexed in there. Uh -huh. Same thing when you're running in the up position, but my pickup, it has the express windows on it in 2012. You hit the button, and it goes up on its own, and the minute it tops out, it's closed. It stops, Yeah, right? like a pressure switch. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. It has the technology... Right. The older one doesn't. Now, I guess that's my point in the technology in this. It's new technology that doesn't have any technology. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, the technology is your ass isn't having to do it by hand anymore. Right. Right? Right. You're letting your finger do the walking now instead of, yep. you know, when the new tarps came out. I mean, Dave, you remember this and Scooby and, and Jim and I out trucking, man. You ran to the edge of that trailer and our Lufkins, it just had a crank handle Right there at the right front corner, man. You stood there and you cranked the shit out of that old bicycle chain going up. You're watching that tarp go back and you got it all the way to the back. Or we had the tarps that went side to side like a side dump. So you had to go all the way to the back of the tailgate, undo that, let it flop down, and then crank it back over right. you know, to the top and, and lock it on the side and then do the same thing. Roll it all the way down and roll it back up and pinch it. you know. And I, I don't know. Those I, bet, were, I bet those things never broke. Oh, my God. <laughs> well i tell you but, what you couldn't push a load of grain with them jam right. i'll guarantee you that right you couldn't rip bolts out of the brackets right, using right. Those. Yeah. yeah yeah 
something else. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you mentioned like the sunroof jam, I kind of had to laugh because all I can picture is, in our case, the sunroof just keeps going and, <laughs> and, and, and ends up in the trunk, you know, and yeah. now you got a sun trunk going. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I gave a little giggle just because he was talking about the, the speed windows or the auto. You know, the Express, yeah. The Express. Express windows. I just remember you, you I'm going to use the word complaining, Jim, but like, how come they the rear seats don't have that. How hard would it be to put express windows in the back seat? Right, right. First world problems. Yeah, you know. But when you guess my pickup does have express windows, but some weirdly thing on the on the door, they just quit expressing every once in a while. And, yeah. You know, you can open and close the door or drive for a week, and then all of a sudden the express yeah, comes just working back. again. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like. Wow, I really miss that. And I'm like, but how hard is that to hold that button? Right. You know, I mean, are we uh, so spoiled? Have you ever hit a bump on 270 and had them just, you're rolling it up and have them just stop and come back down again? (laughs) Not necessarily on a bump, Dave, but I've had them do that where you hit the button and they're rolling up and all of a sudden it just is going right back down. Yeah, like the pressure switch just goes, "Ah, that's too much. Yep. Yeah. I figured one of you guys would pull off that that pickup truck joke that you, (laughs) that little TikTok video. The girlfriend one? That that joke? No, no, oh. about the Ford, Chevy, and the Dodge. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Figured one of you guys would be pulling that off pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, we all have Dodges. Well, yeah, we all have Dodges. Be hard to make fun of a Dodge. Right? It, <laughs> they do, and it's a funny joke, man. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's all in the delivery for that guy. He does a very good he job. He does do He does job. that. The yeah. comedian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you might yeah. as well tell it. I don't, without having it in front of me, I can't, Jim, because it needs uh, to be read. Hopefully. Right. I'll, I'll, I, I'll look at it. I thought he started off because he's like, I was started my first week of vacation, and he said, I let my wife borrow my truck, and she wrecked it. And he said it needed to go to the shop. And he goes, I don't know where the shop is. I drive a Chevy. Chevys don't go to the shop. <laughs> He said, if I drove a Ford, I'd know where the shop was. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, he just slammed a Ford big time. Uh, and then he goes, yeah. He said, man, he said, the minute I say that Ford joke, he said, those guys in the audience, they all fold their arms. They're like, my <laughs> truck's badass. It says super duty on the back. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and he's like, the only thing I know that makes a super duty is my three-month-old. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. And he goes, yeah, I said I was at a show a couple of weeks ago. And he goes, then some guy in the back stood up and said, but I drive a Dodge. And the whole audience almost simultaneously is like, oh, <laughs> he must be on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> yeah, my joke that I know is way worse. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the list, no phone use at pits or plants. So we had a situation the other day. <clears throat> Driver lost a mud flap. The load operator was trying to raise him on the radio. And allegedly, our driver told him, I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So I pulled, <laughs> I pulled some video. I couldn't see him on the phone. But no phone use at the pits or the plants. You just ask him for trouble. That's how we look bad. Well, and you should be parked. You, you can parked. use them there. Go be parked. Right. You know, there's a, there's a place at every location. Go yeah. park and make your phone call. Yeah, you're on the phone losing mud flaps and too busy to stop to talk to the load operator. That's a problem. That's not yeah. doing our very best, and we're not serving very well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's customer service. There's yeah, so yeah. many things wrong with that statement, Jam. <laughs> right. that, I mean, that means the person didn't get out, didn't sweep off the tailgate, didn't know the mud flap was gone, didn't try and get it out of the pile. Yeah, it's a little more complicated than that, but yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> it always is when you're on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the driver did get out and sweep his tailgate off all while not wearing PPE. Oh, you know, he man. did it while the trailer was coming down to save time, which I'm all in favor for. Such trailer breaks and do that, but you could just tell he was in a super big rush, but it didn't get you anywhere. Right. Plus, you got another calling. You know. Yeah, speed kills. Yeah. Speed does kill. Yeah. yeah, whether you're on the phone or not. Mm. And then uh, the last thing I want to talk about is together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. So, <clears throat> Super Dave, you fielded a complaint the other day. We had one of the mechanics come up to us, said he heard something on the radio that was racist. Yes. You know, profane, racist, not our culture. Re- Sorry, Jim. CB, CB, okay, CB radio, okay. right? Channel so, 23, CB. Got yeah. It. So Our channel. Super Dave explained to him that, hey, you know what? We're right by the truck stop. Could be somebody's on our channel doing that stuff. And when I heard about it right away, like, I just played things in my mind and I just can't imagine one of our people doing that just because I do feel like we have an amazing culture and the people that are here are part of that culture. They're actually the ones making the culture. I just don't see that in anybody's character here, and I hope I'm right, but I felt confident that that was the case. So, yeah, hmm. let's 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 hope so. I mean, we've been you know, we've talked about it in other podcasts about being racial and different stuff like that, and right. I, you know, I'm I'm so against that, and you you've you know, you heard Dennis in his podcast which he made me feel really good that, you know, dad Dad offered him a job and was one of the the few people that he ran into it. Right. And I I didn't even know that Dennis faced that through his life. Yep. You know I'm blind to that stuff and and it's it's a shame and I hope nobody ever has to experience that yep. and be through that because we're you know uh, yeah you, you read the sentence Jim yep. you know yeah if you want to find out how quickly you could be asked to leave JFW oh, do yeah. do something like that because there's just zero tolerance we just. There's nobody on the, at this table or in the steering committee or, you know, a leader here that would say, hey, you know what, that that's okay. Right? There's just no room. There's no right. room. There's no room. Yeah. yeah. So. Anybody else got anything? And, and that was just on the CB, some, there was never. It any. was random. Okay. Yeah. 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 But supposedly a bunch of our guys jumped on the radio too and were like, hey, you, you need to knock that off. You know, Good. so. Whether it was one of ours, which I doubt or not, we had people stick up for for the cause. Very cool. Yeah. So I got for the discussion, guys. You guys want to add anything else? I I don't have anything else. No, Jim. Yeah. No, okay. I'm good. Uh, okay. Any question from the audience? Did we get any this week? Or no, nobody's got any questions. They know everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I know Jimmy's is still hanging out there that I I never had to. Uh, a chance to address right. last week that I need to need to take some time and look into that. So. Oh, actually, I do have a question from Oswaldo. I told Oswaldo yesterday I was giving him a hard time that he needed to help me. Actually, I put it on next week's, but we'll read it now. He had to help me come up with some questions from the audience and stuff because I need help. So he's like, oh, let me think about it. And then he came up with this question for Jim and Dave White. And he said, um, I know Jim and Dave both got a lot more time ahead of them, meaning 
running JFW. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, positive. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Us coming, Elizabeth. This <laughs> <laughs> the big one. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He said, but uh, have they thought about, have they put any thought into who's going to run this place in 20 years from now? I thought that was a great question. That is a great question. I think we're too busy running it right now to worry about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we still have so many plans and growth and all that jam that there's, you know. There's no end in sight right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's like plan B when we're still focused on plan A. Right. You know what I mean? So. So there you have it. I w- yeah, I would, I would have to just answer that too, Jam, as it would be, you know, because I, I don't think many of my girls will, you know, ever be interested at this point in their life and their careers. You know, I can't answer for Sam yet. He's, he's on an engineering path, which right. will lead him in a different direction. But, you know, it also in, in Oswaldo's case or anybody's case, you know, that growth around here is, is so slow and, you know, time goes by so fast when we celebrate like a five-year or a 10 guy, your guy, or, you know, Dave's 30 years and stuff like that. But, I guess if that, I would always hope if we had somebody to run it that there would be somebody that stepped up through the years that really, really had a passion for it, and and that's a, that's a passion for everything. That's leadership and and driving and learning and and but that that's not an easy road, Jim. And I and I I think of my kids and stuff, and I think I don't really wish this on anybody, you know, to keep running it. Not that it didn't give, you know, hasn't hasn't provided a hell of a living for me and Dave and and other people in our family, and including the the employees' families and stuff, Jam. But this is not easy, right? You know, and hopefully there's something else. But if you, what is easy? If you're successful at it, I don't know anything that is short a bunch of hours. And who wouldn't right. want to do this? I mean, it's great hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love working here. Twenty four seven. Well, it's like half a day. Yeah, twelve hours. Right. <laughs> yep. So as well, though. I mean, the the biggest struggle is moving the gold from my house to Dave's house. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> as well, though, it sounds like you'll be running JFW. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yep. yep. Yeah. Good question, though. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Well, let's just give away some more money. That sounds oh, like fun. Sounds awesome. Um. Let's go with uh, 1856. Change it up because I just like the 1856. So, okay. 1856. Sounds, Sounds like historical. a Yellowstone episode. Yeah. 18, <laughs> or series. Series, new movie. Yeah. 1856. Hey, that come, that's out this weekend, right? Yep. Premiere? Yeah, the this, premiere. This Sunday. Yeah. yeah. What's, yep. what's that? Two hour premiere. And, isn't it kind yeah. of. What, I'm sorry, Jim. Paramount Network. Is yeah, it on Par- Paramount? Paramount yeah. Plus. I don't have Paramount. Do you? No, I don't think so. I got yes. Peacock. That's what I got. <laughs> gonna have to, I'm going to have to wait for the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> they had a, uh, a half-hour kind of introduction thing this weekend on regular network TV. Yeah. Where it was behind the scenes when they talk, they talked to all the stars. and Oh, boy. It got me primed. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. You're but, pumped, huh? Yeah. They talked about how... One of the um, cowboys actually bought a place in Montana because he loved working there. And he's like, this is the most beautiful place in the world. I went out and bought a house here. Mm. But uh, everybody was so just 
taken back by the beauty, by how lucky they were to be on the show and to experience this. And they all get really, really good, like, cowboy coaching, you know, on how to ride and right. how to yeah. Yeah. rope. I mean, they're doing that even yeah. though they aren't really cowboys, but it's very cool. I just saw a deal, Dave. Those are all, every one of the horses on that show are Taylor Sheridan's, yep. Sheridan's. horses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's yep. that? He, he's the director or writer of the show. He created oh, yeah, it. He created, he created it. it. Yeah. And yeah. writes it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, he was, he said, anybody can make a bad Western. He's like, everybody can make a bad Western. He said, that's the hard, the, the easy part, right? And he said, what he always noticed in the Westerns is he said, they could never ride a horse. And he said, I thought there was no way I would put on a show. And he makes every actor go through, a, a, I don't want to say a, a writing lesson, but training, writer yeah. training. Yeah, these yeah. trainers like, are on set. Yeah. Like yeah. advanced training. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can ride or you're not right. on yeah. the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> And yeah. one thing they did say, too, the production value, they want to be second to none on television. In other words, how realistic everything looks. You know, when somebody gets shot, it looks like they get shot, you mm-hmm. know. And, yeah. Um, and the, the extent that they go to achieve that is it's motion picture quality. You yeah. Know? Right. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, because the clip I seen, he becomes governor. And it's kind yeah. of funny that we have a governor race yeah, going he, he on. Yeah, he wins the election. Comes, yeah. comes uh, out this weekend. Yeah, we were scrolling. My wife got excited. She's like, oh, Yellowstone. And we, we go back, and it's like the Yellowstone fan club. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're not watching that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So. There's a – I can't think of her name. She's – what's that new song out, Jim? The the Stay in the Truck song? Yeah. She, it's a duet with oh. – I can't think of either one of those. Yeah, I can't either now. Anyway, she's she's part of the duet. Uh, oh man, she's gonna she's gonna be on the show. Well, she's been on it. Y- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. she's an actress on it, and I didn't know that. I just glanced at the cast, and I didn't see anything while you guys were talking. Lainey Wilson. Yeah, that's Lainey, it. Wilson, Lainey Wilson. Yep. So yeah. she's a country singer, uh-huh. and I believe she plays a part in season four with uh, the one character who tries to leave the ranch, and they don't actually kill him. He's probably the only one that they didn't kill, and then he comes back. Oh, that one! Oh, I almost cursed that one. <laughs> that one little, yeah. yeah, with the beard, the black beard, skinny yeah. cowboy guy. Yeah, he was, yeah. He's he was back chasing. in season five. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, he, was he on came the show back, last night. He came back yeah. in season four when he goes to the bar and winds up singing with that one girl. That's Lainey Wilson. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember okay. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because do you you know that? Uh, uh, oh my gosh, Dave, like you and the names. Who's the star of the show? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. His band does a lot of the music. Oh, really? On the show, ah, yeah. 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 Yep. It's funny. My mother-in-law, last was it last year or the year before, she was just at some festival there in Green Valley, Arizona. And she was like, look who's singing at this concert I'm at. And she's like standing right below him. Kevin At a Kevin Costner concert. <laughs> she, she had no clue who he was. She's like, I can't remember this guy's name, but I think he's famous. Like. Wow, man, yeah, you're I, standing right there with Kevin Costner. I had no idea that he had a band. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her character name is Abby on the show. Okay. Mm. Yep. So. Yeah, Lainey cool. Wilson. That's a cool song, Stay in the Truck. I think I heard it. Yeah, it's about abuse and, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well written. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing song. Huh. Maybe we'll play it. safety topics of the week number one get out and look get out and look get out and look 
Reason that's on there is we had a backing accident in the red lot because the driver did not get out and look, not one time, but two times. Okay. Right. If you're backing up and you can't see and you're not 100% sure that you got it, get out and look. Or set yourself up for a straight backing situation. Right. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'll just ask, Jam, how we how we doing on time? Because I know today we're, we're, we're going to try to do two of them, right? Pre-recorded yep. is what we're doing. Yep. And we're going to send... This one's pre-recorded for Wednesday, and then we're pre-recording another one for next Wednesday. So Correct. not to keep going here, but um, you know the get out and look and stuff here on this. I mean, are we okay on time? Because I can. It's eight fifteen. I mean, I got all day. <laughs> I got a, I got a meeting at noon. Well, I'm uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm off at noon. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, I guess the get out and look. I, I you guys, it's it's. We ended up letting the driver go yeah. on the on the accident. I, I want to just talk briefly about that. Sure. And and I love the guy. I mean, I, I I had great conversations with him. He's friends of the family. Met him several years ago at a party. Um, you know, this was his second career, and really really wanted to try to keep him. And and you guys don't know what a struggle it is when we get together and and have to talk about letting somebody go mm. and we try to we try to go over all aspects you know how long's he been driving what's he, you know we get it down to or I, I say he but it should be he or she yeah. but their attendance record and you know call-ins and attitude attitude and we try to roll it up into one big ball will they learn from this and different stuff and and this was you know three accidents in six months and the and the, the jam just mentioned it. The other one was that on this accident he pulled forward, thought he cleared it, didn't get out, backed into it again, and that choice was just made over and over and over, leading us that he's making the wrong choices. Miss, this isn't the career for you, but this is like us playing God mm. to 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 somebody's career and to it, their livelihood, their mm. livelihood. But we have to take into account everybody's livelihood here right. and what that what that means. And when you can't make corrections, we're forced to make them for you. Is that a is that a good way to 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 talk about it? I just want to talk because people come and go here, and I know we've been. Oh, I don't. What happened to that guy? You know, where'd that guy go? You know, or or you just fire about? How come we keep hiring people? You know stuff like that, and and because we have to, but it's not like we don't give an opportunity here. We we reevaluate. You know, we had we had a couple accidents last week. One was, you know, the I think there was a, ended up being a fire truck coming up behind them and was in rut. You know, in an in an accident zone and trying to get out of the way, and and it was a quick decision. But we also went back and recapped that that this person is here every day they're on time hadn't had any accidents till this point never had an accident in two years though too in, not in six months yeah right. in two years right you guys and, and then the severity of the accident was very minimal minimal you know, you know still still an accident you know but the, that person's also hard charging and we read him the riot act oh yeah you know i mean it, yeah. it, there is no choice to ever happen that happen again and right. i guess i want to make that a little bit of the discussion that 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 is that is not easy. So the reason we have this conversation, have this podcast, is to bring light so that when you're backing up, if you're not a hundred percent sure, 
you just get out, get out, get out, get out, get out and look. Yep. If your stomach is telling you, ah, this doesn't feel good, such breaks. Yeah. Man, <laughs> yeah. if your eyes are telling you, is my thing, Jim, if you can't see, right. you got to get out and look. Yeah. How are you backing up if you can't it, see? Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to back up. I've seen him do it at the truck stop. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and that, and then, you know, the whole thing, oh, I'm, you know, what, because I've backed in so many times. We've all backed in so many times. Yeah, I'm good, or I know I'm good, or, but what does it cost to pull up and get straight so you can see? Nothing. Nothing, right? Nothing. And then the amount of time compared to, you know, sitting in a meeting and, and, and possibly being let go, but then having to restart your career over and right. find something and go through the embarrassment or, you know, e- even if we do keep you in, in your position, the all the problems and the feelings, if you care at all, you know, what did that just pull up and look? Yeah. Yep. You know, you're right. Or get out and look. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe you don't have the ability to pull up and look, but you have the ability to get out and look. You know, Dave, that reminds me, the new trucks that have all come in, I bet they need to get out and look stickers on the mirrors. Mm. That that mm-hmm. that just now... Yeah, we haven't put any on those. Just now yeah. hit me, yeah, get out and look stickers need yeah. to be put on the mirrors. Yeah, it's funny, <laughs> you know, we have that get out and look sticker on our mirrors, and I just passed a, a competitor's truck the other day that runs a lot of side dumps and of course they were going down the road pulling a side dump and i just the height of my pickup and i was they were in a volvo and i was able to look right at the mirror and it just said tarp question mark (laughs) i was like oh i bet they've rolled over and dumped a tarp or two yeah you know dumped on a on a tarp or two on those side dumps yep you know jim you mentioned it uh i gotta say that's a mike bortz quote pulling up is free Backing into something is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old Mike Bortz. He tells his trainees that when he is training. Yeah, you yeah, know? it's it is it is so true. You know, I guess that's the when you're when you're looking at letting that gentleman go, that that was the decisions he was making. Also, that we had to look at that. You know, this is the second time, and he's third time. Yeah, third. Yeah, and still didn't get out and look. You know, so that decision making isn't the best, and and again, we made a decision for him, which is I, I don't know. It just it just bothers me. Wasn't you know, a feel good. No, I get it. No, you know, and we 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 have that little. It's not a saying. I was trying to say what it is, but you know, we talk about. And you asked me this morning, Dave, and we were talking about a situation. Is you know, tomorrow morning. You know, the headlines are, are made, you know, today, and the New York Times writes about all the news today, and the headlines come out tomorrow, and we've made a decision like letting this person go. Do the do all the readers, are they cheering about the de- decision JFW made, or are they booing it? And, and, and that's where I want, I, I want to get to is that's how we try to look at this. Right. But, you know... It, let, let's say some people boo it that no, you, you let that guy go. He, he lost his job. But what if there's somebody standing between the two trucks? What if it's in another situation and and a life is a life is lost or something like that? Yeah. What if he ran into your car three times on three separate occasions? Yeah. Somebody's going to be cheering, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, tough. Yeah. Tough calls. Yeah. Good dude though. One hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah. 
Next on the list, Jay, I wanted to talk about the accident mitigation on the new truck. So pretty cool technology. If you are approaching stop traffic ahead of you or slow traffic ahead of you, the new trucks are actually going to slow you down. What JR has been running to on Samsara, watching the videos, is they'll be like, this is an example. You're following a car. The car's making a right-hand turn. You know the car's going to be out of your way by the time you get to it. Timing. The timing. Yeah. You're not hitting the brakes quick enough or you're not hitting them yes. while the truck's hitting the brakes for you. Mm. You know? So, yeah, you may feel like that car is going to be gone, but the, the sensor doesn't know that. I- I'm laughing, Jim, because my 2012 doesn't have accident mitigation. Uh, but last night it did because the wife was riding with me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I had that exact scenario, right? I was watching the car turn. It was getting yep. out of the lane. And, I mean, it was just one of those timing things. Like, I was I was too close based off the accident mitigation, right? right. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it was just an interesting conversation her and I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds some, like Lauren and Paco what they were talking about last week. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. well, I think I'm Lauren in this situation, <laughs> oh. and Janet was Paco. <laughs> yeah, I'll be driving down the road, and all of a sudden, my wife would be like, <gasps> and I, that, "That that scares me, you know? right? Like, right? What happened? Yeah. Oh well, you know that car out there stopping, and, like, and then I say, "You're going to get me in an accident." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, you know, I've been in that situation before, and it used to bother me, you know, not so much with my wife, but whoever's driving with me. But I learned don't say anything, because maybe one day they're going to not. Absolutely. Maybe you're really not paying attention, and you need that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and usually, I, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I would just never want her to not say anything, yeah, and I'd right. just rear-end somebody, yeah. you know. Right. So. Then you'd be looking at her going, why'd <laughs> you, you let say? me do that? Yeah. Why yeah. didn't you say anything? This is your fault. <laughs> Yeah, because usually your first reaction is to hit the brakes, right? You know, yes. And and uh, it's been years, but me and Dave were together, and and we were pulling out to an intersection, and Dave was really intent, you know, looking both ways, looking a lot of traffic and stuff like that, and he looked this way and just started to let off the brakes, and a guy walked from behind a building. We were in an alleyway, like he walked from behind the building into the front of Dave's pickup and was looking the other way, and I was like, you know, Dave. You know, and he did hit the brakes, and I'm like, "Sorry, dude." That that guy is like, I, "I I didn't see him," you know. And right. but in, in that situation, that's the way it worked, you yeah. know. And and for the guy to come out like that, and and I was, you know, like I said, I'm like, "Sorry," and he's like, God, "You can yell at yeah. me a hundred times a day." Yeah, you're telling that. me sorry, but you just saved somebody's life. I'm but right. You, you know, say sorry and, to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that that little rear ender I had this summer, I would have loved to somebody to. <laughs> Jim, 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 you know, stop. Right. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Speaking of accidents, <clears throat> we had an accident right here in front of our fuel aisle, right in front of the driveway the other day. Um, driver was turning left into the driveway, and an impatient four-wheeler tried to get around him. We ended up colliding vehicles together. She basically hit us is the way I'd like to describe it. But Absolutely. Man, she just... Caught, caught our bumper with the side of her car and it kind of can opened her a little bit and <laughs> jacked the car up. Her. Yeah, but she was convinced this is your driver's fault. You know, and I'm just like, okay, well, we'll pull the video, we'll just give it to the police and we'll let them decide because I'm not going to sit there in front of JFW and argue with her. Right. Mike actually, I took Mike's book from him, separated those two. It wasn't real tense or anything, but yeah. But yeah, she she was convinced, and then we waited, 
and then we waited, then Mike waited, and then Mike waited. <laughs> Denver, Denver PD came out to Commerce City. They're like, we don't know why we're here. That was just crazy. Jim told me yeah. that this morning that Denver PD showed up. Yeah. How did they even get wind of it? The dispatchers called them. They got dispatched, and then they got here. They're like, no, this isn't Denver. Right. But the point I wanted to make up as we're waiting, the girl's like, oh, well, my dad will be here soon. Her mom shows up first. They live right here in Commerce City. Then her dad shows up and just watching the trucks pull into the yard, 99.99% of the trucks had that blinker on, turning in. Most of them were looking really good coming into the yard. It just looked like a class act. Like, guys are coming back. We're getting fuel. It was just like business as nice. usual. You saw a couple four-wheelers try to get around us a couple times and not to slam on the brakes. Right. You know, so it was obvious, like, she could probably show her dad. You see, that car almost did it, too. But if you looked at our trucks, we were all doing a nice job coming in. Right. So. Yeah. And Mike did a nice job. You look back on the video. Yeah. He, you know, he kind of glanced behind, turned signals on. He's looking in the driveway to see if anybody's in. He starts the movement really slow. And this car, I mean, I don't know how fast she was going. And but to just to pass somebody that's making a left, yeah, I, 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 mean, I felt like she was doing fifteen or twenty miles an hour. Oh, at least, yeah, yeah, yeah at least, and yeah. go around it. And I know how many. I mean, I've seen over the years how many times our guys have to slam on their brakes because somebody right. goes around them. And like you're saying, it's you, you know, you have your four ways on. You go from your four ways to turn signal. But I've watched our guys really look like I'm I'm about to to move. You know, and Holly brought up a good thing too is she goes in that situation the other car should have just been creeping right you know any, anybody that i've seen that that passes us out there that knows this is where we're turning in they usually just ease past us yep. friendly friendly beep of the horn you know a couple yeah. little toots yeah you don't have back. to hold on the on the horn you know what i mean right. it just people but, can but do that's s- our world Right. Yeah, but people. I mean, the, can do a so four wheeler is never going to know what the horn is for, Jim. You know what I mean? Think <laughs> right. about it. I mean, could you imagine that in a Costco parking lot? <laughs> a little little tap of the horn. I mean, I was there Saturday night, and I, I don't know how there's not like just shootouts everywhere from yeah. between you know people walking uh, you know the, across the crosswalk and you know the one up there in Larkridge. There is no crosswalk. It's like a cross area. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is no like guided area where they're all going to cross in one spot because it's a free for all for whatever row they're parked in, and you know they're pushing carts down the aisles, and it. I mean, it's it's a mess, and I yeah. I don't know how to get that message out other than to continue not saying that Mike did anything wrong because he didn't. He did zero wrong in that situation, right? But just to continue to talk to our people. To go, man, you got to watch out for this. Yep. You got to watch triple, out for this. Triple look. Yeah. Look, yeah. look again and then look one more time. And at that speed, I still don't think Mike could have done anything. No. You know what I mean? And again, I'm there is zero towards Mike in this. I'm just, right. the only way we can police it is from our side. Yep. We'll, we'll never teach the public that. Do you know the cause of that crash, Brother Dave? Yeah. What? Speed. Speed. Speed right? kills. So that girl was in a rush. Mm-hmm. She sat out here till. 8.30, quarter to 9 p.m. It happened at 4 o'clock. Four. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. My last text to Mike Bortz was at like 8.15 or something like that, that the cops finally came. Wow. So Four hours. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you, Mike. I hope you put your time down, buddy. Yeah. Yep. I caught him Saturday, Dave. Yeah. Dude. Good. Yeah. Good. Sorry for that, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, I, Jim also told me, and obviously you guys were here, I wasn't, but it, man, it set off the side curtain airbags in that car. Yeah, yeah, I was standing out in the back with Jason Gamage, and we're talking, and I was like, did you hear that? What was that? And I look, and the car's gone. Yeah. And I see Mike Bortz out there, and I'm like, did he just blow an airbag? And then all of a sudden, we see the car come back, and the side curtains are down, and and it was that yeah. kind of boom, was it not? Yeah. Jam like an airbag went. Yeah. I mean, it was a boom, Dave. I was, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still like in so disbelief. Cool. So cool, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just that. You know, Jim and I witnessed a, a rear end accident. We were in stop and go traffic, and the car in front of us. You could just tell they weren't focused. It was a husband and wife, and they had a couple kids in the back, and. They were just on another planet, man. And, wow. You know, every time they would stop in this stop-and-go traffic, we're like, oh, they're not going to stop. Oh, they're not going to stop. And then last minute, they stop, right? And about the seventh time of that, yeah, they didn't stop. And they just plowed into this car in front of them, you know? Yeah. And you're just, I mean, you as a passenger in another vehicle are, are just waiting for the accident, right? I mean, we read it like a book. And sure enough, this woman plows into the car in front of him. And luckily, when I say plowed into, it was, what, 20 miles an hour, maybe 30 yeah. tops, Jim? You yeah. know, something like that. I think a radiator, it was enough to make a radiator leak, though, wasn't it, Dave? Well, it blew well, all the, the airbags, remember? Because my point of the story that? is yeah. when they stopped, you know, they threw open both the doors. <laughs> oh, and the it white. looked like a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I mean, just powder. all this powder, <laughs> was. like, is going out yeah. of the car, and they're all white. She had to, like, dust off the kids in the bags <laughs> oh, and she's like did you see that that guy just stopped out of nowhere and it's like you lean out and there's like 150 cars in line in stop and go traffic wow. it's like that car didn't stop out of nowhere are you are you Your you know what i yeah i Your looked at her and i'm like well that's not what i'm gonna tell the police when they show up you know Wow. Uh, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Too funny. Then so, they got to argue, and that was an argument between the two of them. Why didn't you say something? And she hit her husband, and her husband was like, you're the one driving. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so weird just like driving the Ram, just because that's the vehicle I'm used to the least, and it's the windows are super dark, and you don't know where everything's at, and it's like, I, I almost roll my windows down when I make turns, just right. so I could see better. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the... Going yeah, on, so. I totally do anymore, Jam. Yeah. It's yeah. the older I get, the harder it, it is in the dark with it the tinted is windows, man. An age thing, yeah. yeah, you even said it the other day. Like your worst nightmare is just running somebody over by accident. Yeah, yeah, in the in the dark. Yeah, because yeah. I, I told these guys when I stepped in Saturday, I'm like, you know what my biggest fear is? And they all like looked at me like I'm going to have something profound, and it's just like not running over somebody that's dressed in all black that I can't see yeah. walking down the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. soup. A dupe, a dupe. You've been pretty quiet. Yes. <laughs> you want to hit us with a high road, Holland? Yeah. Yeah. I think this one's going to be great. I have a I really got a good, good one. I got a good feeling about this. I was working so. on it last week because yep. I knew we were going to do this today, but um, it was just something that Dennis's uh, podcast made me think of, right? So um, this one here is about the American dream. Ooh. Um. What is the American dream? Okay, do you think that Dennis's family, because I think he said he came over from Guatemala when he El was... El Salvador. El Salvador, sorry, when he was 13, right? Yeah. And I know Serge, his family came over from Russia when he was 11. <clears throat> so they all had some sort of um, American dream going on. Let's go to America, right? So the American dream is the belief that anyone 
regardless of where they were born or what class they were born into, can attain their own version of success in a society in which upward mobility is possible for everyone. The beginnings of the idea of the American dream can be traced to the founding fathers, who declared their independence from England because of their belief in unalienable rights. Those men believed the people inherently possessed the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They created a country where people could break free from class restrictions and pursue the life they chose despite the circumstances of their birth. In time, writers dubbed this idea the American dream. But people's definition of the American dream has changed greatly over time. The term American dream is often, often traced back to James Truslow Adams, a historian and author. In 1931, as Americans suffered through the Great Depression, Adams wrote a book called The Epic of America, in which he spoke of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement, regardless of fortuitous circumstances of birth or position. In the beginning, the American dream simply promised a country in which people had the chance to work their way up through their own labor and ingenuity. Immigrants fled the entrenched class restrictions of their homelands for the United States in the hope of obtaining land and gaining religious and other freedoms. After World War II, Men returned from the war with a new American dream in mind. Americans fantasized about homes filled with happy families who vacationed every summer, had two cars filling a garage, television sets, and college educations for their children. The American dream transformed into something different from what it once was. Then, with the advent of credit, people could buy more without saving whenever they wanted. Today, the middle class is shrinking and the ability to achieve the new American dream is evaporating. In fact, some people are saying the American dream is dead. Don't tell, that don't tell that to people on the outside looking in. Tens of thousands try to come to America every year for the chance to achieve the American dream. In their homeland, there is no such thing as freedom. The ability to work hard and earn your dream doesn't exist. They are not allowed to make choices that lead them towards greater success. Oppression, fear, and arbitrary force make them submit to whatever they are told. In this way, the original American dream, the one our forefathers envisioned, to create a country of the people, by the people, for the people, who have the liberty to live their lives as they want, to pursue their dreams, to work hard, and achieve anything they put their mind to, this dream is alive and well. So when you ask someone, how's it going? And they answer sarcastically, live in the dream. Maybe you should just remind them that they really are. And the vast majority of people in the world would love to do just that, but can't. And the quote this week, you guys, is a great one. Freedom is never more than one gener generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same by Ronald oh, Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome, Dave. Yeah. You know, Veterans Day is not obviously today, next Monday. Oh, is he? I know yeah. we're recording this early, so our, our days and our, our conversations and everything are a bit tweaked. But, you know, that's our freedom didn't come for free. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. A lot of human beings have paid the, the ultimate sacrifice 
for our freedoms. Yep. Yeah, just reading that part at the end, I started getting all choked up. I mean, it's it's tough. People don't realize right. what it's like to be an American. Right. They take it for granted. Right. You know, isn't that anything, though? Don't after a while you just, you inherently take things for granted? You become entitled. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's as easy as that express window. Right? Yeah. yeah. It I doesn't lo- work. And- yeah. <clears throat> I love that Ronald Reagan quote. I actually have that on a... Um, grunt style shirt it's pretty cool cool let's give away our final $100 final $100 I don't know what I've done with my list Jim Uh, All right, here we go Um, one zero five three one zero five three or ten fifty three is the final number oh yeah Good luck, everybody. Hope your number was called, and hope you are listening to this podcast. Yep, yep, absolutely. Final thoughts, everybody? Uh, I can jump in. Closing <laughs> arguments. Yeah, yeah. lead off yeah. Yeah. Final closing arguments. arguments. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got to jump in there before you start off, Jim, because, you know, I had mentioned it to a couple people, but I got put on jury duty, and, of course, I got selected. That seems to be, like, my favorite thing. It wound up being a total of four days. It was Monday through last Thursday. And uh, it was funny because after going through the whole process, uh, they got to where, like, I thought closing arguments were going to come. <laughs> yeah. And they stopped. And I'm like, what the, what the heck? I need Jim in here. There's no closing <laughs> arguments, you know. And then they, it was just, it happened to be a weird marker of where the judge had to stop us for a certain point on Wednesday, actually on, yeah, on Wednesday. And then we came back and heard closing arguments and it, it was kind of interesting. It was kind of like that case we went through or not the case, but how we tried to appeal with Adams County, Jim, Mm -hmm. you could get up there. You had X amount of time to make your statement. Then the prosecution, this is actually the defendant that, he could get up there and make a statement, but it starts off. Uh, let me rewind a little bit because that was confusing. The prosecution starts off. They make their case. They make their closing arguments. Then the defendant has one opportunity to get up there and and make his closing arguments or his lawyer or her lawyer or whatever. And then the prosecution can actually get up and rebut that. Huh. So the prosecution gets two chances huh. and the defendant only gets one. Wow. And I... I I found that so interesting. I didn't remember that from the the last court case that I was on like 20 years ago, but this one was it was it was very interesting. It was yeah. So did you guys vote unanimously? Did you You know, Jam, it was it was unanimous relatively quick. Was it? And it it kind of sucked. It was a rape case. Right. And it was with a 12-year-old girl. Uh. And man, it was just heartbreaking, but there was like zero evidence. Mm. You know, there were there were things that went on that had zero proof. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's you crazy. know, you know the thing how we love about our cameras, right? It's like, oh, I don't know what happened. I didn't notice that. And it look is. at the cameras. Yeah, like, oh, there it is, right? And it, it, man, there was just zero evidence. So, yeah, I mean, we all agreed unanimously about in an hour and a half. And I, it's kind of funny because we kind of did a pre-vote just to see where right. we we're all at. And all of us but two were like, we can't find this guy guilty. Right. You know? And and the two people that didn't vote, you know, as we walked through it and spoke through everything, we were able to, 
not convince them. They just came to it like, right. yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and you know what's cool is our court system is set up. You have this list. Was this proven, you know, within a reasonable doubt? I always said beyond the shadow of a doubt, but it's reasonable doubt is how they state it. Huh. You know, and then the next checklist is like, was this proven beyond a reasonable doubt? You know, and there's about six stages of that. Right. And we didn't get to any one. We couldn't prove it on any one, right. you know, so it was, it sucked. It, it was not a feel good go home at, after yeah, four days gonna... vested into it. Right. It was not a feel good, but yet you felt like it was the right decision mm. based upon the facts. Cause you know, if this guy was innocent, which we couldn't prove, couldn't prove whether he was guilty or innocent, but could you imagine screwing up two lives? Right. You know, and that was our thing. And then, you know, I kind of threw out there just because of going through all of this, what we do here at work with like accident committee or our steering committees or whatnot, you know, I threw out there cause everybody was like, Oh yeah, right. We don't want to screw up two lives. And I'm like, but what if we're wrong? And this guy's going to go do this to six more people before right. he gets caught again. And everybody's eyes got uh, real big and I'm thanks, like, Dave. yeah, right. And I'm, <laughs> I, I just said, you know, we have to think of those things, but we have to do the right thing. Right. And, yeah. And to total is opposite. You're going to put a guy to, away for however long that didn't do it, Dave. Right. I mean, holy smokes. Right. Yeah. yeah that, that burden. Yeah. That sucks. So to, cause what I, what I'm hearing is maybe in your heart, you felt like he might've done it. You know, what but, was interesting in that case, Jim, I'll, I'll say no to that. Okay. I will say no to that. Just so you don't leave with that impression. Uh, the guy never took the stand. He was never a witness. Huh. How come there wasn't any DNA? I thought that was standard procedure nowadays. <laughs> right, Dave? Well, that's one of the oddities of the case. She didn't even come out with it happened until two and a half months later. Oh. Uh, so there were, yeah. I mean, I won't go into it on air just right. because there's a lot of we gotta go. gruesome details, right? <laughs> Not in my closing arguments, but right. I will let Jim continue with his closing <laughs> arguments now. Is this my second time or my first time, right? Because is the first time really closing arguments? <laughs> right. I thought yeah. it was final thoughts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or are we back? Or is that just a rebuttal? Pre-final pre thoughts. Pre-final pre thoughts. thoughts. Right, right. So... Again, you guys, we've Super Davey lined up so well with my my closing <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> uh, and I, I, Jams mentioned him before, but uh, Jocko Willink um, ran across the deal on his uh, stuff this morning, and uh, he says uh, while discipline and freedom seems like they sit on opposite sides of the spectrum. They're actually very connected, and I, and I was thinking, okay, so so freedom and discipline. You know, what it, was he talking about? Like your kind of freedom, Dave, that you're that you're talking about there in America, and, and what it affords us, and stuff like that. And 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 I can link them together pretty easily. But in an everyday application, create a life that is disciplined by creating a routine, prioritizing your work, and being focused. This will lead to working in processes and shorter time spent trying to get things done. This will open up to more free time. Being disciplined enough to do the work to follow your passion and dreams will make also your life feel so much more free. You know, and you, and you, you think about when you go and do something and anything in my life, I try to better it once I've learned about it. And not necessarily a shortcut, but how can I do this process better? Even 
even when we're buying trucks or looking at mounting or dismounting a tire or putting a rear end in or delivering someplace in a location, was well, this way shorter? You know, can I time this light? How do I do that? And I guess I've never thought that all those things add to my free time. Wow. Yeah. My freedom, you know, and, and when people come over here and they create a better life, Dave, it's because we have better processes and it creates a freedom for them. Right. And the freedom could be from anything, prosecution, government, you know, maybe, maybe just a bad life, uh, mm. maybe, maybe a, a person being raped at some point, Dave, and, yeah. and changing their life. So I guess everybody, if you, it's the same thing backing up. I can take this little deal and I can apply it to anything. As you practice backing up, what did it, what did it free for you? Mm-hmm. You know, what did it free up? And, and so everything, maybe it's, maybe it's not doing things faster. Maybe it's just do, doing things better <laughs> and it frees something up. I remember we had a driver. I can't remember who it was, but he told me, cause he was having problems with attendance and then he fixed that. And he said, when things are better for me at JFW, things are better for my life. Mm-hmm. You know? So when he's coming to work on time and doing it and the money's there and stuff like that, it just, the stability helped. Help right. that person. So that was pretty recent too, wasn't it, Jam? Last year. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So anybody else? Final thoughts? Yeah, I I'd like to touch on that. It's uh it's our right to get out and vote. That's one of the hallmarks of our freedom. So everybody go on and make sure they get to vote, right? Um have today and tomorrow, right, Dave? Right. Well <laughs> well this airs Wednesday. So you needed to vote Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> well, I hope yeah. you did. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Did, right? you That's part yes. of being free, and you've earned it by being an American. Yeah. Yes. And the only um, way you can make change is to vote. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was within the last couple of weeks, so I get these little history things on my phone every day. But the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square in China was just recently. Wow. So these people were trying to vote, voice their their opinions and their their thoughts on something. I don't remember what it was exactly. Might have been freedom. I can't remember. But and then the government came down on them with tanks <laughs> <laughs> and killed like four hundred people in Tiananmen Square. You know, so we have to feel just blessed that we live in America and we have these freedoms that we can voice our opinions. We can vote for our leaders. And uh, live the dream. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I think it's awesome, Dave, because that was my final thoughts on, a, on voting, you know, or not voting, but election day, since this podcast is coming out the day after elections, we won't know who wins or right now we don't know who will have won. I guess that's how you say it, right? Since yeah. we're pre-recording. But anyway, I mean, no matter what, I, I you know, Jim mentioned early in the podcast uh, Linda's been a rock star through this process because it seems like she's answered the good and the bad phone calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there are some drivers out there that said the the transportation route through through Boulder's a little rough with all the Ganal stickers. They've uh, been given quite a few single fingers running through there is my understanding, which I guess I just want to thank everyone, both Jim and I want to thank everyone for putting up with that. Uh, you know, we, we hope we... 
we're able to make a change and maybe sway some people's minds. I know I feel like the positivity that has come out of it was much greater than any negativity that has come out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, the polls, the odds were stacked against us. Uh, when I say stacked against us, the people that we had the signage on the trailers for. So when I say that, I just mean, you know, those are the people we chose to be behind. They they were the underdogs, Dave, going into this. Yeah, they were. They were. You know, it's so interesting. You drive all of Colorado and you think we're a Republican state. You you really do because of the signage. You know, you go anywhere east of I... Once you're east of I-25... Or west of I-25 beyond, I'm going to say 20 miles. I'm just going to pick that number. If you're 20 miles east or 20 miles west of I-25, it's pretty much a red state. Right. You know? and But this corridor, you know, between, and, and I'll say between, like, the the size of Boulder and uh, Denver, I, there are just that many people. It's that dense that it's just not a, a red state. It's just not. So... Yeah. It used to be, and, and those things are changing. So anyway, I, I want to thank everyone that voted. You know, uh, I hope we were able to make some change. Appreciate anyone that had to deal with any vulgarity. I know I, I ran into Dale last week. He said he was making a delivery at, a I want to say, an ice rink somewhere and had a woman in a parking lot just blow up on him. In Boulder. <laughs> in Boulder, yeah. yeah. And he was like, whoa, 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 you know, I'm, he said it was all he could do to restrain himself not to go off on her. And, you know, those aren't the things we put that on the, on the tailgates for or the trailers for everybody. Right. That is not what we wanted. That is not our intention. You know, we don't want to be that company. We don't want you guys or gals to have to deal with that. And I guess my apologies or Gemini's apologies if you had to. So thanks, everybody, for, for playing along. Yep. Super Dave said it earlier, it's your right to get out and vote. I'm going to say get out and look. Avoid that back in accident. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up with the creed. Yeah, let's do it. Together we face, face and, and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident-free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together, we are the JFW family. All right. Thanks, everybody. everybody Thanks, guys. Woo!